Why? What's up? Would you have to be somewhere, Katie? Could have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, otherwise known as ADHD. I think with ADHD, the problem is that you sort of. What was I saying? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Cheech is here, Katie's here, I'm here, Trump. and we're, we're ready, ready, ready to start uh, this episode. And stay tuned for the end of this episode, where you're going to hear our interview mm. with Brian Sloan, inventor, CEO of the Autoblow. He is Mr. Autoblow. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Autoblow. Yeah, it's not. Uh no yeah but he was he's actually on you can actually hear it at the end of this episode yeah. so stick around yeah and I think Auto Blow was Katie's nickname in high school but that's just, <laughs> yeah that's it true. still is <laughs> <laughs> here comes Auto Blow <laughs> old Auto Blow right. um Katie's sitting in a child's daycare right now <laughs> her background is I thought uh, you guys blue be happy at, with I, I f- clouds I don't know I finally used the green screen. Oh yeah, to put myself to in the sky. Make it look like you're on a farm. Nice. Uh, where are you, Katie? Why is your wall painted with blue and clouds? And what's up with that? I'm in my childhood bedroom. Oh wow! Sexy, right? That <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did so this beautiful hot. artwork myself in seventh grade. Wow. wow. Is your whole room covered in You can even see the clouds? top of the grass here. There's some grass wow. as well. Yeah. Wow. Gra- Those are cum stains <laughs> on the wall. Grass yeah, on the I field. I just smeared them to, to some cumulonimbus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, That's insane. So, um, all right. Before we get into the interview, the audible and all that shit, some everything's a lot of big shits happening in, in everyone's life right now, and I want to I want to honor some of that. Cheech, I heard you uh, got a new a new place to live. Oh, What's yeah. the deal, man? You were we, you're a little uh, all over the place. All over the place. We <clears throat> we have the place now. We got the keys. We painted it. We nice, got it smart. cleaned. We got the carpets cleaned, and we moved in last Thursday. I feel like that shouldn't be on you. What? No, they clean. It was clean they already. Have the carpets clean for you. Well, uh, well, they did. So I mean, it was clean already, but the... I just didn't want to. I don't know how good of a job they cleaned the carpets. I want to just be able to, you know, get in there barefoot. So who pa- who painted? Because that was that was a big uh, uh, issue. Not the guy who I had first contacted, the painter. Actually, the guy that the I ghost ended painter. The guy who I ended up going with, I one day I was at the gas station and there was a guy coming up to me and I was like, fuck, okay. that's going to ask me for money. I'll and suck your dick. he comes up and he hands a business card and he's like, oh, here, I'm a handyman if you ever need a handy handyman. And I was like, actually, like, I, I, love need a handy. Handy. I need a handy right now. <laughs> and, I need an um, auto handy. <laughs> auto handy. And uh, so I called like, maybe two other painters 
they're all flaking, but this guy on his business card, it says plumbing, electrical, painting, yeah. grass, yeah, yeah, every fucking thing. And, uh, wow. you know Decent. what? I was, I called him and then he, he came over, uh, gave the handy and then he gave oh, an I estimate. He, did. <laughs> he gave an estimate <laughs> and 50 for the handy like, and two grand oh. for the paint. <laughs> And the painters, all the ones I asked, they're like, oh, it's going to take us uh, probably two to three days and it'll be like um, $2,500, $2,600. And then this guy, he's like, I was like, oh, how how long will it take you? And he said, one day. I could do it <laughs> one day. And, and I was like, is this just what? for the kitchen? No, uh, we didn't end up doing the cabinets after all. Where we just painted the whole apartment, the, mm-hmm. all the walls. And... Um, and he was like, I could do it in one day. And I was like, oh, okay. That's, I, at first we questioned him. I was like, the how, whole apartment? how are you going to do it all in one day? He's like, he's like, I'll bring four guys. Including we, the bathroom? We do it really quick. Yeah, they did the bathrooms too. Cause, um, wow. And he's like, I'll bring four guys and we'll get just knock it out. We'll be finished by the night. And then I was like, oh, okay. And don't you have some audio of that when he bring the four guys over? Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened? Did you record it? Fuck up. Spread your butt. <laughs> That happened, and then <laughs> that happened, and then oh they love God. painting. <laughs> that happened, and then there was a little bit of this. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> they played tennis too. Yeah, they played tennis. Quick game of tennis. Um, but uh, and then I was like, okay, great. How much? How much is it going to be? And he's like, he's like, I'll send you the estimate. He sent me the estimate. He's like, twelve hundred dollars. So I was like, "Whoa!" For the so whole like half apartment? the price, and you're gonna do it in one day, <laughs> right? Huh? Yeah. For all of the walls in the apartment. Um, wow. So we're like, "Damn!" Did you, including the bedroom? You did the bedroom too. <laughs> we did the bedrooms. We did the both 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 bedrooms, Whoa. both bathrooms, the kitchen. Now all the same colors or multiple no, we, colors? No, we used one color, but his his estimate didn't include the paint. We bought the paint ourselves. Which he told us. Okay, which is probably like 500 bucks. That's what I thought. Paint is super fucking cheap. I bought the paint with the primer in it, which is supposed to be more expensive, bare paint. And it was only yeah. 250 But it was, prob- it was probably boy. a little bit cheaper because uh, most of the apartment we just painted like this gray, grayish color, a light gray. Um, and, um, and then the bathrooms we painted white. So, um, yeah. It was a little sketch. I was like, dang, he's way cheaper. He's going to do it in one day. It sounds a little fucking fishy. Right, right. He did it. He did a good job. The, the only thing... Kate, uh, Looks good. Oh, my God. I almost called Christina Katie. The only thing Christina said is when she was cleaning the floor, uh, there was little driplets all over, like, on the floor. Wait, nah, um, fuck the, that in shit. In the living room. Uh, yeah, driplets of cum. That was be- when we, we did this. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> Jesus and, but they came, they came off, uh, they, oh, they came off, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but it, it looks great. He did a good job. So there is a one thing, man, one shout thing him in out. our, the master, his name's Rolo, Rolo Handyman. We should see if he wants to, and, uh, if he wants to advertise yeah. with us. Come on the show. <laughs> yeah. Know. Um, so I was like, dang. Rolo could do anything. I'm going to call him back. We were thinking maybe one day putting in some crown molding in the other room. We have it in our living room, not the rest. But um, the only thing that we don't know, we have no idea. Okay. So we've been staying there already for a few days. 
And in the bath, master bathroom, there's a like a little thing, you know, little medicine cabinet in the bathroom, right? It has two glass doors. Never noticed. We had already been staying there. We've used the bathroom multiple times. I, but then I looked at the edge of one of the doors and the glass was broken. It's a little cheap old medicine cabinet, but the glass on one door. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Christina, did you notice that this is broken? So, and she said, no, I didn't notice. So it's either it was broken the whole time or they broke it. Or he broke it. I have no idea. I have no okay. idea. Because I, because if <laughs> you look it, at still it, worth it, they both look clear. Yeah. It's an old, it's not like right, an expensive right. piece of furniture you broke. It's fucking cheap medicine cabinet. Old. But yeah, if he even yeah, broke you it, you need to upgrade anyway. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I have no and the idea. money you saved, you should have him do the cabinets. Then you probably do it for like thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> nice in twenty uh, so minutes, have, thirty bucks. But the only <laughs> the only bad thing is the living room setup, kitchen's pretty much uh, kitchen setup, bedrooms getting there, work in progress. The other room, which I'm going to be a California King, baby. Oh, we got the king size bed too. That's set up, uh, fucking dope. Um, it's like, (laughs) um, it's so much space. It's oh my god, I recommend it. Is it longer and wider, or is it just wider? It's just wider. It's just wider. Which good, good, good. It's it's awesome. I mean, I recommend it. Any couples out there, definitely get a king size bed. If you're on a queen size bed, you're fucking up. Um, but. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So, oh yeah, the office. So that's the reason why what Ernie was talking about is like I'm a little scattered because my fucking op, yeah. my computer, you know, is a laptop. So it's either here or at the apartment, and I can't really do anything there because the office is is a mess right now, a complete mess. It's a storage unit. Huh? Yeah. De- it's like a storage. Definitely unit. a temporary yeah. storage unit. It's just filled with junk right now. So I'm kind of yeah. going back and forth right. with the, all of the. The bullshit that I got with the computer and all that. Wow. Other than that, it's fucking bomb. How does it feel? How does it feel? It's bomb. Oh, we also bought. This was a little bit balling, but we saved our money, so this Uh-oh. is why we were able to do it. We're not going into debt. We're not going against Ramsey. We bought two uh-huh. TVs. Get the TV. We bought <laughs> two. We bought the TV, which TVs are fucking cheap now. We yeah, bought a are. Sony. Um. 75 you get the 70? biggest TV I've ever owned. Whoa. Mm. For uh the living room, it's coming it's being delivered tomorrow. That one that's actually pretty cheap. It was like uh it was 900 and some bucks, okay? Which is pretty fucking cheap for 75. Considering And then yeah. for the kitchen, cuz this was our dream is to be able to cook. Oh hell yeah. And eat while watching TV. And watch Top Chef. And uh, the TV's big. <laughs> We bought a, a fifty. We were watching Top Chef actually. We bought a fifty inch um, that has a smart TV, so that we don't. You know, so it just has the one cable coming out of it, and that's it. And so we bought those two TVs too. So we fucking we kind of went. You mounted them on the wall. What are you we doing? We mounted homie? the one in the kitchen. We knew that one had to be mounted. There's nowhere to put it. So that one's mounted already. Yeah, nice. The seventy five hasn't came yet, so we don't really know where to put it. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah, bought yeah, the yeah, mount yeah. for it. We're thinking, oh my God, I almost called Christina Mm. Katie again. Again? Uh, You're so in love with me. (laughs) Get over it, bro. Uh, The TV. You're married. God, let it go. (laughs) The TV in the living room. Um, You know, we have the mount. We just don't know where to put it yet because 
Well, but I know, oh my God, Christina <laughs> said she wants it mounted in case Ooh. of, like you guys Whoa. were saying, like an earthquake or something. Oh my God. How sexy. Um, <laughs> is it my hair? Yeah, I, just let it I think it's the, that you're in a children's daycare. Squad <laughs> really doing things for me. Nice. Making you uh, all hot and bothered. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, we're debating now that we have a TV in our bedroom too. Maybe we should hang that one up too. So, <clears throat> all of our TV. Are you so? Are you pretty stoked? Are you pretty stoked? I mean, having your independence, your you guys are by yourselves. You can have loud sex. It's yeah. like, how does all that shit? Is like, how does that feel, bro? For real? Oh, it's dope. It's fucking dope. I mean, I just, it's just so relaxing. Being there is relaxing. You know what I mean? In a way that that's, I, that's I was, cool. I really haven't been re- so relaxed. Yeah. Now I just yeah. once I get my office there, the- it's gonna be tight. Is the chili pad on the king size? Is that working out okay? Or do you not have it set, set up? I haven't set it up yet. We have a ceiling fan right above us in that room, which Very is nice. actually pretty mm. clutch. So <clears throat> I haven't set up the have chili you, pad uh, yet. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't had this type of freedom, right? With uh, with with you both, you guys, you know what I mean. As far as like, uh, not really, you not know, living together in, for sure. Yeah, living together. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, I mean, I lived two years in an apartment for college, but you know, it's yeah, a yeah, fucking was, bachelor yeah. party, you know, fucking yeah, like always know. fucking is... fucked up. And the, actually, we kept it pretty yeah. clean. The kitchen was always <laughs> fucked up, though. The the sink was always like whoo, overflowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And then no one wants to do dishes. Now, are you... So. Fuck that. Mm. Are you fully on board with Top Chef, or were you just kind of dabbling? No, I love Top Chef. I've been. I watched every season. I'm the one who's like... on the fence. I'm the one who's are on you... the fence. How I'm... are you feeling about the season? Who do you like? Oh, I'm not caught up on this season. I'm watching last season. I'm on. We're watching season 18. We're like almost oh, done. Oh, okay. And then we're gonna start the new one. By by the way, the other day, I mean, just on okay. some speaking of fucking of cooking shows. I was watching Chopped, great show, good show. right? Good show, but I was on. How long can it go? I was. For? <laughs> I don't know. That's ex- yeah. or, Cheech. That's a, that's exactly so many, my point. There's I a can't lot of ingredients. I understand. What I'm saying is that I looked. I was watching it. and I was like, "What season is this?" I was on season 38. Oh, and I was like, "How many seasons of this are there?" There's 50 seasons of Chopped. Are you serious? Swear. How many episodes per season? Not just that, but there's like spinoff. There's like Chopped Masters, Chopped Kids, Chopped Fucking This, Chopped Fucking That. Yeah, I think that's including all those. Oh, my God. The Mm, Chopped series is absolutely... Oh, yeah, you're probably right. The Chopped is absolutely... It's like... that's the age of a person, like fifty years. Like, how do you have time to do fifty seasons? Six hundred and eighty-eight episodes of the regular Chopped. They must, they must like just fucking bust 688. out like ten in a day, right? I mean, I, they must shoot a season in like a week, and then they're fucking I don't done. Know. Because that show's like always on. I used to really love that show, and I used to watch it. For about a few years, where I would watch it all like all the fucking time, but then it's like I'm over it. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's it's like one of those things where you could just put on. You know the format. You know what to do. You know you don't need to. You don't need anything. You can literally yeah. just watch it and just be like, and every, I'm cool in the middle of the episode. Yeah, every, I don't care. Or you can watch people, it all. Right. Feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and, and judges. Have you seen the chop? I used to watch. I used to watch that. A lot of food network. What? 
Katie's all frozen and shit. Katie's all froze up. She's all froze up. Ron Funches. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can he hear you hosts now. Chopped 420. We're cannabis chefs. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Um, wow, wow. So that's awesome, dude. I'm really stoked about the situation, man. Like, honestly, you know, as a 30-year-old man, you get to fucking really married a 30-year-old man. Uh, you get to really fucking, you know, have the freedom of like owning <clears throat> You wow. for real? Yeah, I yeah. am. Unfortunately, all right you have uh you have the freedom of like boning in the kitchen or getting a bj in the living room yeah, it's yeah. like Rolo you know it's through. just <laughs> rollo <laughs> and his homies bro you don't even you don't even know though yeah. <laughs> um that's fucking dope though man i'm really stoked about that that's fucking cool i mean katie if congratulations ever man. come back i mean ernie of course we're gonna do eventually well yeah. you know let me know let me know when and where now you know let me know when you can throw another housewarming. Party. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely down. Um, do you guys mess with the Grammys? Not us. Yes. I didn't see any of it. Zero and yes. <laughs> yeah. I watched a little bit, but it was just kind of, it gets so long and there's so many people, I, I don't know who they <clears> are. <throat> and it's really awkward to me when they like flash to the host and he's standing like between a couple tables and the people at the tables are just like, <laughs> was it LL Cool well, J again or who was it it's so weird it was Trevor Noah uh, it well yeah Trevor Noah hosted it it was good yeah. he did a good job he was funny um, a lot of uh, a lot of so a few snubs I think that I wasn't I wasn't too happy with but um, hey over, overall congrats to all the winners John Baptiste and Silk Sonic were the heroes of uh of of the the night they had a clean sweep uh the silk sonic won like five grammys and, and mm. john Pap- baptiste won like album of the year cool. um yeah it was really it was really cool I, man there's a lot of cool acts out there he, no Foo i Fighters. thought he lost to jasmine sullivan who who for the best album <laughs> of the year well r&b album not r&b best just best album mm. Just, just overall best, best album. album, yeah, best album. Get or, best no, album of the year, album of the year. Sorry, not best album. Art album of the year. Nice. So John Baptiste won the album of the year, and then there's like different. There's record of the year, which is the song of the year, which Silk Sonic took a uh, door open. They won that. There's a pop duo, which is pretty big in my opinion. That Doja Cat won for Kiss Me, and and so is Doja Cat and SZA. They won their and Doja won her first Grammy, mm-hmm. and she was and she's awesome. I love Doja Cat so much. Like, I can't even explain how much of a vibe she fucking is, dude. Mm-hmm. She's so talented. She writes fucking like great. <laughs> she writes fucking great pop songs. She's a talented artist and she's sexy as fuck. You know, in her own way. Yeah, actually, Doja Cat. I didn't know who the fuck she was, but then I realized like there was a few songs that I had heard on the radio that are actually pretty good and i was like yeah. oh and then we're, they were both by Doja yeah. Cat. i was like oh yeah. she's pretty tight and then yeah. yes and I then like olivia olivia rodriguez also like good songs too rodrigo 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 is a rodriguez <laughs> it's rodrigo. rodrigo i was just imagining <laughs> our, You're like my cousin, our future my cousin. together no. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, she's good. And uh, I randomly, I don't know where I was, but I guess 
the Grammys were on for a minute, I saw a random performance of uh, Brandy. Oh, really? You said zero seconds. Liar. Brandy Carlisle. I don't know who that is, but mm. she gave a performance. She, if you saw it, she was the one, the woman that looked like David Bowie, kind of. Uh, mm. It's a good <laughs> song. I never heard it. It was pretty tight. It was a good performance, but yeah. Like the, I think her, um, have you her? She did a great performance. Yeah, Brandy Carlisle. Like yeah, that's her. That's her name. No, I'm just, I'm just fucking. With you oh, said well, her. There, no. no, there's an artist. Her, her, her <laughs> name. Her, is her name is her. Her. Yeah. Yeah, it was her. <laughs> That's who I'm talking about. She was wearing yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. She, did a, she did a great fucking her. rendition it's like of Arrested Development. Uh, her. 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 Her did a great rendition of like all like amalgamation Egg. of a bunch of songs, but she had she had a uh, Travis Barker as playing drums at one point, and I didn't even realize that she her newlywed uh, was uh she was she, she's a great drummer. Oh. She drum she and she played drums. And I was like, whoa, that threw me off. And then she jumps on the guitar yeah. and plays guitar with Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Wow. And they played. I was just like, whoa, this is fucking. Play? They played uh, Are You Gonna Go My Way? Okay. And uh, they played a few other songs that were just like uh, influences in her life. So she did like a little, you know, She's a good whatever. guitar player. She actually plays. Shocking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cool when you really see <laughs> anyone the, play you an see instrument the... at all. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, that's real talk, yeah. dude. So when I see something like you know, like an Anderson Pack fucking win, you're just like, yeah, that's cool because you know he's a gifted musician, you know. And when other people pop up, like you know, uh, like her, for example, I just was like, yeah, Brandy Carla. It, <laughs> it, was, it was really good. Uh, um, yeah, Bruno Mars yeah. too. He actually no, it was Olivia Rodriguez. Bit. Yeah, Olivia Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's uh, with Anderson yeah. Park and his fucking outfits and his wigs and fucking well, shit. They're they're on theme of Sil- Silk Sonic. They're like a seventies band, like a tribute band. It seems that you know what I mean. Like they're trying to pay homage to that fucking pornos fucking set nineteen seventies yeah. deep throw. I don't know how. Um, how did Travis, yeah. Travis Barker eloped after the Grammys? I heard. Wait, speaking of music, how did fucking avant garde oh do with the fucking? I saw a little oh, bit yeah. on the stories. That's right. Um, we did great. Uh, Joe and I we performed at um at an NFT party that uh, over in Los Angeles at uh, the convention center. NFT LA was throwing a big, big deal, a big convention, and um they were throwing parties like basically every day of the week during these uh they're in the convention and thursday was like i think the last day because i think maybe friday was the last day but no one really goes to friday it was just kind of like a weekday a lot of people were telling us but yeah they threw this big rager like four nft companies were hosting this party and um like i was thinking the situation was that it just seemed like I think I told you guys it was at the beginning it was gonna we we're gonna perform an hour yeah. and then Cheech is like oh my god you guys are gonna you guys are fucking done and I'm like well thank God I've performed and so is Joe actually yeah. like he's he's DJed for Shwayze that you know that's yeah. his that's his claim to fame so he was like uh, he was a DJ and DJing in Australia and all kinds of shit so we're not exactly fucking you know rookies here we're not exactly old hands at it either but at the same time we're like we've done some shit you know so i wasn't too nervous i wasn't too nervous you know to be honest but when they they basically when i came back and said they wanted more of a jams like vibe i was kind of relieved 
But then I was like, fuck, we actually have a prepared set that we want to, we have like an animation, we have visuals and we're like, what the fuck? If we don't, if we're like butted up against like 15, 20 artists, like how the fuck is that going to work? Like, I don't like, I, I don't know. Cause they're, cause they said on the flyer, they're featuring like 25 different artists. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it. Like we're on this big show. Did like on if no flyer? one's going to give a fuck. Yeah, we're on the That's flyer it. officially. Yeah, so we got on the flyer officially. Now, how big the font? Like, were you the big font or the little font at the bottom? It was because we were under the company that brought us on was Frogland. So Frogland uh, is uh, the NFT, uh, the Notorious Frog NFT company. So if you own a Notorious Frog NFT, you have uh, land in Frogland, right? So they invited us over and they said... Um, so essentially, when it came to down to the flyer, we were under like different companies had a heading, and then underneath them was the artist they were featuring. Mm. And I think we were like the third, mm, so okay. we were the third artist that 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 Frogland was featuring. So I saw the animations. So like, how many people were yeah. there? I saw the an- wait, wait. The, I saw the animations. They looked fucking awesome. They looked really cool. for real. Yeah, Damn, I mean, thank I only you, saw a real you. quick clip of them i mean but they look dope well Clean. we have uh we we had like yeah we had a uh the whole idea is that we're like kind of the gorillas type thing right where it's just like they're they're like uh characters and not really playing themselves like i guess real people so we joe and i go we need a i basically told joe this i was like dude look, we got to get there early because if, if if this is a chaotic situation which i think it is that they're, they're I know shit's not going to be organized. And if we show up early, we could like stake our fucking spot and we can make sure that we're on the lineup and get a fucking, uh, we needed space for a projector to be honest, because mm. we were projecting these images. So I was like, dude, well, you just want to check out like how, to, how it's all set up and everything. Totally. Can. 100%. So when that happened, we showed up early and it just like, I thought it was absolute utter chaos. Mm. The fucking the the guy who was who was organizing and producing the whole show had about fifteen million things to do, and I show up and I'm just like, cool, we're here with uh, like Frogland, uh, we're about to perform, and he's like, dude, he goes, what do you get? And I told him the, uh, what we're doing. We have we have images, we're projecting. He goes, okay, let's put you inside, and then we walked inside and it was crowded as fuck. There was already all these artists that were doing, like I said, that live minting. Nifty Tunes was there doing live uh, live minting. And I was like, God damn it. You had to put your MetaMask wallet it down so then that if you were a part of the Nifty Tunes, if you were part of like the Nifty Tunes fucking. What are these words you say? <laughs> well, they're basically a wallet. Like you're speaking Chinese. So you have to live minting Nifty Tunes Meta wallet. So yeah, you had to basically, if you were going to be a part of the Nifty if you're going to be a part of the Nifty Tunes live minting yeah. that you put down your your meta wallet into this, they put it into the smart contract and then you own a small percentage of that NFT, right? Because you you contributed as an artist. So I was like, God damn it. There's so much shit going on. And, I'm, and the dude's like, well, we have nobody outside yet. You want to do outside? And I'm like, be crowded inside or have the outside. I'm like, well, let's, we'll take outside. And he's like, cool, you're one of the first people to show up, so just set up your stuff. Then I started talking to the gear dude. The gear guy was like, had like a fucking U-Haul with all these speakers, and he was fucking pissed at the at the at the producer. And he's just like, fuck pissed. this motherfucking guy. Fuck that guy, man. He told me to pack everything up. I packed it up. Then I brought it over here. And then he just and then I'm just like, dude, what what do you need, man? I got you. 
And I'm like, I need speakers. So he goes, all right, we got speakers. They're just under there. So I was like, fuck it. Like, and then I told Joe, set up right here, like at this perfect spot that had a table and the whole nine. I was like, set up all your stuff. And Joe actually has two turntable, like, mm-hmm. you know, like DJ equipment. And he's had his laptop. And um, we brought a few MIDI uh, controllers and stuff. And we're just like, dude, we kind of look a fish, you know? So we're like, uh, I was like, so I was going to secure the gear. So I started securing all the gear. We get the best gear. Because I already know what the fuck to look for. I'm like, oh, can we get those? And he's like, ah, dude, you want to dig them out? And I go, I'll dig them out. Just like we were there early. We showed up at, f- at five. It doesn't start till seven. I was like, we started basically just setting all of this shit up. We got all the dopest gear. So then we're like, cool. We, we And then the Frogland people started coming in. And it turns out that nobody really had anything prepared. And then they saw us set up. And then Joe has his turntables. And someone's like, hey, do you just want to fucking DJ? And then Joe's like... You know, Joe gets sometimes he's like, I, I don't want to fucking do that, bro. That's going to be fucking. That's just so fucking like I, I, I knew that was going to happen. I knew I was like, You're Joe, here's like the thing. Dude. I was yeah. like, I told him, I was like, bro, I go, if we because he doesn't. The Plus, there's no Wi-Fi there. Right. Yeah. That's a fucking that was a doozy. Oh. And then so then we couldn't download anything. So we had to wait for like basically whatever Joe had in his computer, which was uh, Drake this and fucking. Rad. <laughs> it was it was Drake and uh in uh Daft Punk. And I was like, dude, just f- anything right and now. Anything. Cody is so gay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah, so we so he started DJing and um he, he they started, he started DJing probably around like seven fifteen, seven thirty. And um none of the fucking people from Frogland really showed up. We were the only people there. I know. So then around nine o'clock, maybe like eight forty-five, Joe's been DJing for about an hour of like other other people's songs. I go, Joe, let's just start fucking playing our music. Fuck this, dude. This is it's getting packed in there. Yeah. There's about two hundred and fifty people out, right? And we started playing our music. We're like, just fuck it. Like like at this point, they're kind of they have no choice. We, they don't, they, you know, and I know our shit's yeah. fucking on point. Let's just start playing. We have already 90 minutes, over 90 minutes of music. And then we'll just end with our video, our set, which was 20, was a 20 minute set at the end. So the idea was we're going to play every single song, but the songs that were on the set. And then we would end with the set. Right. So we started fucking playing and uh, everything's fucking on point. We're like started to mess with like some MIDI stuff and like, you know, try to like do some life key stuff. But for the most part, it was Joe DJing. Basically, we set it up that way on purpose because we didn't understand what was going to happen. Will we have a room? Would do can we set up a, you know, a beat machine? Like we didn't know exactly what was going to go down. So Joe's DJing the beats and then it's fucking insane, dude. People started dancing and vibing. And then I'm just like what the fuck dude like what kind of fucking world is this shit because it's like you know you make something in your in in the studio and you just don't know if it's gonna hit and then people are just there vibing and then you have people like starting to move their shoulders a little bit and start people bobbing their heads and people like going side to side without necessarily dancing and then a little group of people just started to dance you're just like fuck this is this is fucking pretty fucking insane dude so Essentially, uh, like around, uh, I would say, uh, eight, eight, like third, no, no, about like nine o'clock. I would say about nine, nine thirty ish. I would say, I don't even know, dude. It's, time was going by so fast. We played the set. We played our actual set, right? I talked to a few people in the NFT space, and they're just like, 
oh, you guys are great, man. Awesome. And people who had no idea who we were were like coming up to us like, bro, what the fuck? Like, where'd you guys come from, basically? Um, so we played our set <clears throat> and we got the attention See, of a manager. Wait, wait. So you had basically no competition out there. There was no other. No competition. There's nobody else there. I know. Um, the another interesting part is that uh, somebody had came up to us in the building, like the guy who was the building, who was in charge of like making sure that the building was not being violated or anything. So he was what he worked for the building, like a building manager. So he was walking around making sure everyone had power. They were plugged into the right, the right plugs because the circuit, the breakers went off and we lost power. Not during our set, but at the beginning when we were setting up. So this dude comes up to us and just be, and was just like. Hey man, you guys are doing a fucking great job. Your music is out of sight, bro. And I'm like, thank you. And he's like, wow, like I didn't like basically didn't expect that from us. You know what I mean? Which is kind of in a good spot. We got attention from a manager, and we have a meeting actually later on tonight with a, with a music manager. And um, nice. yeah, it was actually fucking pretty incredible. The, the dude, oh yeah, and the dude from the the building manager guy came up to us and said, nobody's in the other room. You know that the nifty tunes room nobody's in there right now like everybody's all out here wow and i was just like wow dude and yeah there was about 250 people in in the outside patio area that's tight you gotta get your stuff like into the roller rinks i can just see people roller skating to that shit and just like having the time of their life yeah i mean we have definitely a, a i think the timing is right and everything's kind of hitting right now um I just don't know. I'll, I'll shoot you over the. We exported obviously the video for the show, so we uploaded that to YouTube. But we have it under a private link, and maybe the Blood Brothers would just get a link to it. Um, for now, yeah. just don't share it with anyone because it's all we're still under under uh, negotiations right now. So after I talk to my manager, maybe <laughs> my future manager, uh, maybe. But yeah, it's pretty fucking insane. Manager. What's that? I said, Mr. Manager. Yeah, I know. Very cool. So, yeah, it was a fucking positive experience. A great great time. Uh, We got uh, we also got paid in in frogs. I told you like in uh, uh, NFT frogs. So uh, since the price of Ethereum has went up substantially, our frogs are worth two grand. So me, me and Joe both got one frog each. Wow. And they were like basically two thousand dollars a piece. But if we're not going to sell them, you know what I mean. But if we wanted to, mm, I would sell we them. could. I would sell. Yeah, <laughs> we could. Uh, so I would ask for two each, so you could have one and sell one. <laughs> yeah, for real. I know. Uh, but yeah, that's that how it went. So are we? How are you guys feeling about um, homework and reviews? Oh, we're take, and whatnot. We're a few weeks off after that fucking. We're taking Oscar a break. Fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough. I mean, Chet's already been off a few yeah, weeks. Wow, yeah, that makes one true. of us. Um, <laughs> uh, the beginning of my music um, career I, off the ground. I started okay. watching a show with uh, Cheech's Boo L Fanning. Oh, which one? Oh, that one. Another Hulu show. How is it? The girl from Plainville. I like mm. it. I like that dark. She's not shit. look as good on that show. She looks a little fucked up. Well, because she's kind of a creep. It's about, you know, it's a story about that girl who was dating a guy and, like, texted him to kill himself. And he did. Oh, that's what it's about? <laughs> what a simp. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because uh, he kept being like, oh, 
I think there was an HBO documentary about it too, but he was like, oh, I'm going to do it. She's like, are you going to do it right now? Or are you going to do it tonight? Then he was in the car and he's like, I'm in the car. I got out. She's like, get back in. <laughs> wow. It's, it's fucked up. That's tight. Are you okay, Katie? Are you Check all right? <laughs> she wishes, are you all right? <laughs> she had that power. Um, I love this kind of stuff. I know you, you do. You know what that reminds me of? The new show I started watching. It's called uh, Euphoria. Oh my god! <laughs> wow! Welcome to the show, my friend. It's welcome, welcome. Really good show. Holy we're shit! Happy to have you, <laughs> bro. You see what we were fucking fought, like basically tripping over every single like. Yeah, I I'm see glad you're why on board people like. I never knew because I all I saw was Zendaya and was was the Spider Man movie, and she had a small part, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. In this show, like from the get go, she's fucking really good in this show. Really I good agree. show. She's so good. And then there's also some good boobies. Cassie's got some great oh boobies. Oh my god. What was the one uh Yeah, the blondie. Sydney. You'll see it in, you, oh Sydney? Yeah. Is that her name? I don't know. I think so. But, oh, you're talking about the Latina the one, girl? I think that's her no, real the name. The one with that's with the black guy oh. in the very beginning of the show. Oh Judd yeah. Judd Apatow's yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Mm. Her sister's Judd Apatow's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Oh Maud Apatow. I don't know who that is, but the one I know the one with the giant size cans. Lexi. Good lord. Um Yeah, that's Cassie. Cassie and Lexi. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. She was in White Lotus too. Oh, your favorite show. Like... But uh <laughs> it's fucking really good. I love Ashtray, the little kid. That's fucking <laughs> Yes, he's so fucking funny. dope, bro. Is... Just... <laughs> he just... looks like he's like eight years old, <laughs> just know. with face tattoos, selling drugs and shit. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the gingery Mac Miller. Oh yeah, the dealer with the heart of gold. Fez. Um, but then you see the the friend, and every time they showed her jewels, every time they showed her in like her underwear, I'm like. What's going on there? Is there something going on there? I was like, I told Christina, she's like, mm-hmm. what? No, I think it's just a reflection. I was like, no, I think something's no. going on there. And That's then you find penis. out we're only in like four episodes or, or something, but then you find out Jules got Jules. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, because, mm-hmm. and then the fucking, of course, they're just <laughs> setting the other dude up to be like the most hated person ever, the fucking jock. Nate. Nate. Yeah, it's so good. The worst and you've got Wait, how many episodes McSteamy. are you in? How, like literally, how many four. episodes are you in? I think four. Oh, okay, got, all right, cool, cool. But then uh, there's Doctor McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy tossing it in Jules' butt in that hotel. Oh, is that who it was? Yes. Holy shit, he looked a uh, chunkity. <laughs> yeah. No, so did that Duke. Wow, I don't think Christina oh, also, even noticed that. I also started. She's a fan of uh, oh, Grey's yeah. Anatomy. Wow. I also started Pam and Tommy, and oh no, there's a scene of him talking to his dick. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about, Chet? Or have you seen of it? Course, of oh, course, of yeah, course. Um, that was you, like, oh, you watched it all. I was like, wow, this is graphic. <laughs> it's, it's interesting like that they did that talking. in the first episode, and that was like the only surreal thing that happens in the show. <laughs> the only right. time you see a dick in the show, it's it's kind of like. They just did this because awesome. they knew people no. were going to talk about it, and like, oh yeah, but then the rest of the show is just normal. That's why I kind of um, and you all see the nudity his all the time. I'm only a couple. I'm only a few episodes in. You see it constantly. What he's like? Do you want to meet him? Uh, after that, it goes. There's not that much scandalous stuff, really. 
And they're like chasing each other around the hotel room. It's flopping all over the place. <clears throat> Have you guys? Uh, I know. It's I songs is a weird choice. <laughs> I um, I basically I got this message. And I got distracted for a quick minute, and um, but I do want to say I want to come back to Euphoria. Did you guys see the interview? That what's his name? A uh, Fizz or what's his name? Fez. 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 That Fez gave to E Mm-mm. recently Mm-mm. on the red carpet for the Oscars. Mm-mm. Yeah, all right, hold on. Quick, <laughs> it's fucking, it's incredible, dude. I've never because so Fez, you know, is that drug dealer guy, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, what's up, Ru? Hey, what up, Ru? Yo, Ash. So, it's so fucking good, dude. Thank you. Um, let me see where the fuck is, dude. So. Such incredibly emotional, strong reactions to the finale. Um, I tell him, uh, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? What was your reaction when you first read the script? I mean, what mm. part of the script? The, the final episode. Oh yeah, I was uh, I was I was kind of tripping. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's wild. <laughs> Where do you hope the show goes from here? Uh, I hope it keeps going up. Has it been, all been emotional for you? Yeah. How? how tell me. No, thank you. <laughs> well, you look awesome. Go have fun tonight. Anybody oh you're excited God. to see? Uh, everybody. I'm excited to see everybody. I love everybody. <laughs> Good. And what's next for you? Shit. I don't know. Take some pictures and whatnot. <laughs> Holy shit! Bro. Good casting. So, tell, tell me, tell me how you feeling? How you feeling in this moment? No, thank no, you. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so is he? Is that who he really is, or is he like playing his character on the red carpet? Or so the, there is there is a, a viral video of Fez, like literally like two or three years ago. Uh, being the bus boy at somebody's uh, brunch party or something and they got this video which they were filming the brunch because you know how bitches be brunching uh, yep. <laughs> they, they, they were do, filming they their, their they were filming their brunch and sure enough Fez was in the background like taking all their plates and stuff like literally like yo I don't know. are you done with that mimosa are you gonna shit? eat the rest of that frittata so it's an old video it wasn't <laughs> while the show was still going on was it of course no no no, no of course not but I mean it, it it was just he was a discovery by the director he's like this guy's retarded let's get now him on I'm the so show. interested in him yeah can he memorize yeah. lines and just be himself no i mean no, no. yo this in. party <laughs> man nate what the fuck <laughs> yeah so the dude the dude who created uh is sam levinson angus is his, name? his name is oh yeah. no Jesus, Angus but yeah, there's the there's a viral video of of him that I guess people were just like, like, oh my God, Fez was a fucking bus boy like two years ago or some shit before Euphoria, you know? Yeah, he he didn't do shit before this. Mm-hmm. Like his first thing was in 2019, and that's when Euphoria started. Yeah. Damn. Bro, yeah, dude. good for you. Shit. Did you see the, Did you see Fez busing? Like you say, Fez busing in Brooklyn. Mm. You know, probably the video will pop up for sure. Uh, let me see. Fez, great radio. Fezco. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, he was, um, he was definitely a fucking integral part. And, they, and as you, as you see down the road, Cheech, mm-hmm. how much more of a part that he has, I was actually super surprised on how much he was like legit has been stepping up as like, uh, <laughs> as a fucking fl- as a actor in this shit. But I, being like, what did you think about the script? <laughs> what part? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what, oh, he goes like, what do you think like, about? <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> I was tripping. What's I was next tripping, for you? you know? <laughs> I think she probably meant what's next, like career-wise. He's like, shit, probably take some pictures or something. <laughs> yes, get on my ass. <laughs> yeah, right. oh, I love it. I love him even more now. Yeah, it's so good. So I'm glad you're on board, though, Cheech. It's a very good show. I am hooked. Yeah, welcome. I am so fucking hooked. So we're happy to have you. We're here for you on this journey. Tell Christina uh, we are. That's fucking make steamy. Wow. And don't wow. call her Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, <try> <laughs> <laughs> Louise, dude. But Katie, what's up? What's up with you? Any any anything exciting happening in Wisconsin? No. All right, that's a good show. I'm moving on. <laughs> Let's trying to get a job, figure my life out. Yeah. Trying to get a job there. I'm trying to get a, a remote job that I can start mm. working here and then continue back in Cali. I think it's I, I think it's time, Katie, just ex- accept the fate of of your Wisconsin roots. It's time to, you know. She said she was going to paint her walls, so that sounds like fucking a step. Commitment to me. Yeah. Does that, does that get you a little bit, like, fired up a little bit, Katie, when you were, like, talking shit on you? Or you're just like, yeah, you're right. Gonna, I'm going to kill herself. No, because, I mean, it, it doesn't really, you're not going to influence me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. You're right. I'm, I'm not an influencer. <laughs> no, not yet. <clears throat> get, get a couple more right. frogs and oh, we'll talk. <laughs> wait. And everyone who's listening, keep listening. Because you're gonna hear Brian Wilson, mm-hmm. the auto. Brian That's Sloan, right. Sorry, not Wilson. No, <laughs> Brian, Brian Wilson, Wilson would be tight. No, Brian Sloan, the inventor of the auto blow, is gonna be. That's right. Next. Yes. Stick around. All right. <laughs> All right. Welcome, okay. welcome, welcome to the show. We have a very special guest, Brian Sloan, the CEO of Auto Blow. The most amazing sex toy in the men's market to date. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. I call myself the the inventor, I guess. But yeah, I run run the show. That is awesome. You run the blow. Um, (laughs) I think just to get started, when did you, was this your dream as a little boy to invent uh, sex toys? Or when did that come into your life? You'd think, but uh, no, <laughs> I'm a late, I was a late bloomer in the sex toys universe. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a long story. I, I actually, um, I started first with uh, latex fetish wear. I was selling latex fetish oh. wear, particularly to big and tall people and particularly to people with unusual fetishes within the, the latex fetish okay. community like inflation and special kinds of bondage <laughs> self bondage uh 
I was an eBay seller. First, I, I graduated from law school in 2005. I, I didn't want to work as a lawyer and I started selling on eBay full time. <laughs> wow. So nice. I started with shift. fetishware. <laughs> it was a shift. Um, but once you, I don't know, do you guys know any lawyers? They're really unhappy, m- most of them. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it's not so much <laughs> of, of a shift after you see them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's more like an escape than a shift. <laughs> Wait, were you making this stuff? Or are you buying it and then reselling it? Or how is that happening? Yeah, at the beginning, I was uh, I found a factory in China that made um, made rubber fetish wear, and then I was uh, I was first just listing it like, oh, you get this like normal the normal stuff, the cat suit, yeah. which is like just like a full suit, and then people would say like, oh, I'm you know seven feet tall, weigh four hundred pounds. Can I get one too? And I, I like, you know, the factory, like, can you, can you do that? And they said, can you sell yeah, four just... of those together? And <laughs> yeah, seriously. A, lot of, a lot of lube to get into those. So it's like the gimp from Pulp Fiction, that kind of, that kind of shit. Yeah. It's like that. Um, nice. Yeah. The factory just always said yes. And people started emailing me like, oh, can you copy this? Can you make this very specific thing? If, you know, so I just knew it because I was a full-time eBay seller and I knew everything that sold Mm -hmm. on eBay. And I found latex fetish wear just as a, as a a thing that it was curious to me because it had such high prices and so few sellers. So Mm -hmm. it really wasn't, you know, I wasn't a, you know, people think, I think most people in the sex toys industry are, you know, problematic masturbators or it must be if, if you sell fetish wear, you're like, wow. wear it every day at home. But no, I think most people, they just, you know, at they under, they learn to understand what people want. Yeah. You mentioned something about inflating. What What's inflating when you're selling a inflating latex suit? Yeah. So there is a community, they're called inflation fetishists. Okay. And uh, they feel very excited to watch um, people, well, there's, there's different kinds of them, but one of them, they like to be in suits that inflate really big. Like in, in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate <laughs> oh, wow. Factory, when that girl chews the blue gum and she inflates uh, and, oh, and her hot. buttons pop, <laughs> yeah, that's when those guys bust. Uh, wow. When the buttons pop. And, and, and they, they have their p- pornography. Yeah, for most people, but I it's I think it's called bodyinflation.org if it still exists. That was like their main message boards I used to sort of hang out on to ask them what I could do for them. Um, and what's like <laughs> market research? Anyway, they feel I don't research right Yeah, I don't understand. Still I don't understand exactly the 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 idea behind it, but I just know that they really like that stuff. What is a an inflation ex- suit run? It still exists, by the way. I'm I'm <laughs> checking the website. <laughs> oh, it still exists. Um, oh, yeah. It's, it's like five, s- yeah, maybe five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars. It depends. Like sometimes there, there's a picture of me in one. They wanted one that was like a blueberry <laughs> suit once with giant breasts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, so that was a custom job. That. I may have known the person who requested that, by the way. It was you. Uh, we have a friend who's really, really big yeah. into blueberries. Um, <laughs> yeah. Th- so this was so this was a, a business idea, right? You don't have a passion for, you know, getting latex. people off or anything like that, or latex or whatever. I don't know where. What's your uh, background, if you don't mind? Uh, like, is not not necessarily in like your school, but like, is is this something that is a business just- opportunity, or is it more of a 
like a sexual like like passion that you're trying to get everybody off you mean the 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 set the uh auto blow or the latex stuff at the beginning you, well yeah I think you just saw you just saw the opportunity, the money that was to be made there, right? Yeah. It's not like that sex uh, toy industry was was well, the thing you were going for. You just saw the opportunity. Yeah, I just saw that. Well, these people need inflation suits or bondage bags, <laughs> and and people are getting it to them, but it was expensive at the time. Yeah, I saw that as an opportunity, and it's like mm-hmm. if I can learn something that other people didn't want to learn about. Then I can ser- serve them, and I felt happy giving them stuff that made them happy. I guess, but the sex yeah. toys, you know, I, I ended up that was in you know two thousand five. In two thousand seven, I moved to China uh, mm. because in those years I was going there to buy antiques, you know, to sell on eBay. And uh, it was only really once I got to China and I started living there, then I started thinking a bit outside of the fetishwear market because they were quite difficult to deal with. You know, the things needed to be mm. very, very, very specific for them. And the factory I used had problems sometimes, you know, it's like if you order something with like 15 custom features and I deliver like 11 of them, I think like, dude, mm. you're lucky to get 11 because dealing with the factory is hard. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> just sort of like the feeling of not being able to make everyone 100% happy, I thought I need to move beyond the fetish wear to something a bit broader. What was Can you next? give an example? I just I'm curious, oh. like what a wild custom request was. Okay, like there was a, a heavy duty latex. It was 1.2 millimeters, I remember, and it's hard to work with. Uh, and they might they might send me their measurements. You know, I want zippers positioned. They give me a diagram. I want the zippers positioned to eight inches below the shoulders. To, you know, they they they're quite specific with this stuff, and then maybe. Mm-hmm. You, you'd make the thing and then you send it to them and it's a whole process. And then they send me a picture like, you know, my, my tits are up here, but the zippers are four inches low. Like, what am I supposed to do? And it was like, dude, that was We've like an $800 miracle. That, that, yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. So, uh, you know, I just, and the size of the, there were, you know, I liked it when I could make them happy, but they, but there were a lot of guys that were quite difficult to please. Um, yeah. Actually. I imagine sizing is <laughs> tough too, because it's probably not a very, uh, you know, forgiving material. So if you don't get the exact right measurements, you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. And and I was one layer removed. You know, I wasn't the factory. I was using a factory, and so I kind of had to. I couldn't make sure that it was perfect. You know, I wasn't like there looking over right. someone's shoulder. So it was it was hard to to please them actually. Mm. So how do we get from so, there to the auto blow? Yeah. So, uh, I, I wanted something broader. Uh, I mean, just with a, a, a bigger potential, I think, and it, they were hard. So at the time, uh, there was only one brand of toys for men that was a direct to consumer brand. Um, uh, and, all other sex toys were sex toy companies were really run by people who were over 60 and they didn't understand how to sell to people directly. They were selling only to distributors and they were the distributor sell to the store and the store sell the blah, blah, blah. And they were at the bottom of the chain and they were making mainly kind of garbage stuff. And they were making like hundreds of new garbage items a year. Uh, so it wasn't <laughs> focused on making anything particularly well at the time. That was like back in 2008. So I just thought, you know, if someone could, I, I just knew that if, if men had a choice, they would just want a, a gadget that jerks them off and, 
and feels like a person. That didn't seem an outrageous thing. Like I don't have to be a marketing genius to understand that's what men would just yeah. want. Uh, yeah. But no one, no one was delivering it to them. So I just sort of, uh, yeah, started. Was the was the flashlight around yet? Or no? Yes, that the the oh. flashlight in two thousand eight. That was the you know the leading product, and in some ways mm-hmm. their handheld masturbator still is. And um, but that's all manual. But that was it, as far as yeah, it's it's manual, and it's mm-hmm. uh, and they were the only ones who understood the direct to consumer business. Uh, yeah, and so I just so thought, well, the- there should be someone who does that. <laughs> what was the research process like to get? all of it together, like the right materials How do you get and it made? exact sizing and all of that. Yeah. So I think what a lot of people do when they make their first product is they don't really make the first product. They buy, you know, you can go to a factory. Factories already make lots of things. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can, you can put it, you can say, Hey, I want to buy that, but I'm going to put my brand on it. And that was back in 2008. So at first I picked something that I thought was kind of okay that a factory made. And I said, that's the auto blow. And in that way, I didn't have to, I learned the business of how to, you know, make something and sell something and do internet marketing, but without the challenge of needing to develop my own thing. I didn't have the skill set or the money at the beginning. So I learned the business really with someone else's product with my brand on it for a couple of years. And then it was only once we started really doing well selling this, you know, the, the it's called a white label product. Then I realized, wow, if I can make that thing really, really good, that's going to be nuts. Uh, so I really, I, I just started looking for engineers. I, I, uh, I used a lot of people who were bad, a, a, a factory in Taiwan. I lost a year and a half with them. They, they made, uh, these people made uh, Bluetooth controlled whiteboards. And uh, I thought they could make my product. Uh, failed. I just gave them sort of my, I gave them a list of requirements, like here's all the stuff I wanted to do that it doesn't do, and here are the materials. And in the end, uh, I found I just happened to meet a guy at a, an adult industry trade show in Las Vegas who lived in China, like me, an American uh, Taiwanese guy, and we just got to talking. And I told him about the challenge I was having, and he said we can do that. So at the beginning, the the, the factory helped me, but then after some time, we sort of grew out of their ability to help us, and we I started hiring people separately to to really push the engineering limits, but I, you can find people. I use Upwork. You guys familiar with Upwork? The, uh, f- the freelancing website. So most oh. people I've found to help me are somewhere in the world on Upwork. Um, uh, the, even the guys I hired uh, in, in Canada, I met on, on Upwork. So, uh, mm. but it's, it's a matter of sort of saying, here are all my ideas, drawing out some stuff and then letting a proper engineer uh, bring, bring it to life. So you when you said that was in 2008 when it when it first came out or what yeah, year did it actually first come out? Yeah, 2008 was wow. like version 1 and then mm-hmm. version 2 which is called Audible 2 didn't come until 2014 because we crowdfunded that on Indiegogo. Uh mm-hmm. and 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 that was kind of like really the, the start of making the business sort of global uh because it went the the project on Indiegogo went viral because my video was really cringy. It was me pitching the product and 
if it was just me and then no one bought it, it wouldn't be a story. But it was like this creepy guy pitching this creepy product and then, <laughs> whoa, everyone was buying it. And then that became the story. Like, what what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> you know? <laughs> They're like, I can't believe yeah. that everyone's buying this thing. And then it started. Well, you have from a good there. idea. You have a good idea, man. It doesn't matter yeah. who's pitching it. They're like, wait a second. This creepy guy has a point here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I They're think- like, I could see a lot of people getting on board with that to crowd, like, every guy <laughs> I know. Well, you're, the way you guys, you're talking about the direct marketing, I mean, yeah. I think you guys are killing it because the way I heard about you, and I wonder if this came from you or someone else from your company, but uh, I heard on Legion of Skanks podcasts, they were just giving away auto blows. And that was yeah. the first time I, I had heard of it. Was that your uh, okay. idea or, or yeah, how did that I, come about? Yeah, I, um, I, just, I, find, I, I look around for people to work with who mm-hmm. I think uh, where our customers hang out, you know, I mean, our customers are all men, but there's different kinds of men and Legion yes. of Skinks were some guys. I said, uh, I think the audible belongs there or it belongs. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. People Definitely. find out about it. It's been on the, pro- the product's been on TV shows at different places, but there's always like, yeah, mm-hmm. like somewhere like you miss the other stuff, but then you're like a Legion of Skinks guy. So then you found it on Legion of Skinks, but yeah. I cast a pretty wide net of sort of people to deal with to catch mm-hmm. all the different, like, uh, kind of baskets of, of men, whatever they they listen to. <laughs> the big one is car guys, but I can't. Oh, wow. I, no one will. Oh. No one will let us sponsor any of their YouTube channels. They're, they're such prudes. Those car guys are just like they want, <laughs> you know GM and all them. They. Yeah, I mean, right. but I mean, I mean that would, no fun. <laughs> no fun. I mean, you're on to it with the podcasting thing because, I mean, I was listening to Conan's podcast or, or I don't even know. It was no, it was Robert Kelly, just a New York comedian. And he's got like Toyota advertising. I think they advertised. Oh, no, he had an Oscar, an uh, advertisement for the Oscars on a podcast wow, that wow. like. So who who's really getting all the views? So I think you hitting yeah. a, a podcasting was just brilliant. Yeah. Well, I, the, the thing is, I, I need to hit a podcast that can't get other sort of let's call them proper sponsors because of their subject matter. So the, the problem yes. is that uh, YouTube, uh, it's not really Spotify or anyone. It's really just YouTube because I like pod- like shows that have a video component and mm-hmm. uh, people are scared to death of advertising for the auto blow on their YouTube mm. channel, getting a, they've gotten strikes or they, they think they're oh. going to get a strike. Uh, sure, sure. It's terrifying. And imagine like I could imagine if you say, if I say, Hey, let me show my balls on your, you know, on your YouTube channel. They say, no, no, no. And I understand like why YouTube doesn't want people showing their balls on YouTube. Makes sense. Like I, I can understand yeah. that, but like showing, showing like this, like a rubber device, showing this like on the camera and then making right. a joke about it. The fact that, that, that people are deathly afraid, people who do really edgy comedy too, people who are mm. doing the most offensive type of comedy are scared to death about losing their YouTube channel, about showing an electronic device with a silicone oh, wow. sleep inside, making wow. a joke about That's- it. So it's really pretty scary, I think, for speech in general. And um, mm. yeah, Toyota maybe isn't going to Legion of Skinks, but Autoblow is going no. to Legion of Skinks and <laughs> like a weed, weed maps or, you know, like, yeah. I don't know who else, but, you know, it, it has you- Yeah. I'm sure you've tried. Have you tried Kevin Smith? Because he, he no. used to advertise the 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 um, fleshlight. The fleshlight? I so, should. So did Joe Rogan. Um, I might be 
avenue for you. Yeah. I tried, I tried Joe Rogan. I sent him out some stuff. One of, we advertise on Kyle Dunnigan's YouTube and he was mm. nice I enough to bring up Audible on the show. So we got it. Yeah. I love them too. We got like a little, he mentioned it, which was great for us, but yeah, I would, I would love to, and I'd pay for it, but they're really, really, everyone's scared of adult, yeah. even though this isn't, yeah, pictures of people's balls. This is like a pleasure device, which is now considered yeah. to be sexual health, and sexual health is considered normal, yeah. but still, mm-hmm. they're scared to death. Yeah, and the stuff wow, they're saying I mean, on their shows is so much worse. Like, I listen to a lot so of worse. raunchy podcasts, <laughs> yeah. and the stuff yes. they get away with, yeah, and so then funny. have these advertisers. It's wild, and that you can't oh. show a simple sleeves. So the original yeah. reason why I thought of the auto blow is because we were talking about um, VR, and because yeah. uh, Ernie Ernie does a podcast with um, Holly Randall, who's a, a porn uh, director producer. director, and mm. she and they're in. There's going to be a company that something involved with VR, right? And so has the implications of implementing the auto blow into VR experience. Is that on your on your view? Is it? Is there gonna? Am I gonna be able to watch a VR video? And is it gonna sync up with my auto blow? That's really what I want to know. Yeah. So <laughs> we're coming out with an internet connected uh, auto blow AI later this year. The thing is that it could do that. We could let it do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm undecided because I'm not sure I want to be a porn product mm. uh, okay you know the reason i think we 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 appear a lot in 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 mainstream media is it's a it's a tech product it's a it's a funny product it's a tech product it's a health product but i think as soon as we're like oh yeah and it works with all this pornography i'm just a little oh. weary of sort of what happens to the brand after we become a porn thing i'm not against porn but um, mm-hmm. there's another angle where people want to use it with webcam models. Uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't uh, begrudge them for their work as webcam models, <laughs> but I don't feel so great sort of enabling. I feel like it would, ha- I mean, some of the people would have fun who are our, mm-hmm. our users, but I feel like some of them might be taken advantage of in some way. And it would be like a conduit. Like I'd be making a little bit of money I mean, the whales. I probably are the some of the people who have the least amount of money to spend on webcam models, uh, who end up s- spending it. And I feel I'd be sort of, you I know, see. I'd be hooked into this process. I wouldn't feel good about what I do anymore, honestly. So interesting. The porn stuff I'd sense. feel fine with, but it's you know the the more features everyone wants, it's like yeah, that group would be happy, that group would be happy, but am I going to be happy? Like I got to be happy too. So. Yeah. Is there like an interchangeable sleeve kind of situation or is it just yeah what you order? Yeah, you can have a, a mouth, a vagina, an anus. You can have them in two colors. You can have an extra <laughs> tight one if you're a small penis guy. Uh, <laughs> That's what they need. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, so where do you see the product going? Um, what's the future look like for the auto blow 3.0 possibly? Yeah, the, the future definitely involves, um, I mean, there's some kind of secret features. There's some patents that are yet to file before we launch. So I, I can't go into like Mm. every cool thing it will do, but look like 
sex toys right now are really at like if we're like at sex toys 1.0 sort of now finally mm. we're just getting cool cool stuff there mm. are a lot of things that internet connectivity can enable um but mm. the the issue isn't so much doing it it's doing it seamlessly so you know like let's say you want that to work with a video i don't want to release a product that works with a video that okay so you turn on and then you 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 go to this site and then you enter this thing and then you, you know, flip it on and off six times. Then you hold this and then you do that. <laughs> like, it's just, I want it to, to work seamlessly. So a, a lot of cool things are possible. I, I can see it working with VR videos. Um, you can control, you'll be able to control it with a partner over the internet, but oh. I'm really focused oh, only cool. on releasing things that everyone can do quickly and easily because I don't think it's erotic to spend time troubleshooting your sex toy. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) now is there anything, you know, anything for the ladies coming out? If you want to partner up, I'm not, not for me. That's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) No one cares about ladies. Yeah. You know, I think think the market's crowded with ladies. Well, I was trying to picture the, the auto lick. Where it just yeah, if you can figure out something like that. <laughs> I do think I have that domain name because I've, I've I'm crazy about collecting all domain names about automatic sex things. I'm pretty sure I actually have Autolink. Uh, no, you know what? The women's market is uh, most of the products are geared have always been geared towards women, and uh, it's a very full market. It's much more competitive, and um, I don't know that I'd be the best marketer to women. Uh, I understand men's products. I understand the development process. I understand like, yeah. So there are plenty, plenty of uh, female focused yeah. companies, but I think mm-hmm. I'll, I tried women's. I had a brand before it was called Ladygasm. Okay. And uh, <laughs> it failed. It failed uh, oh, no. spectacularly. <laughs> there is, well, there, everything isn't. is made for women. <laughs> women got like a, a thousand different devices they can have. But I do want to tell everyone listening because we did it on the show already once but we're going to do it again but just going on autoblow.com is an experience for yourself oh whoever God. designed your guys' website it's freaking fire it's amazing it's amazing i it's love just, uh, the videos so much to look <laughs> personally <at>. yes <laughs> yeah thanks yeah so, we communicate i i communicate through cartoons and songs really i think mm-hmm. it's uh yes uh and it's i don't know why other people don't do effective. it i'm happy they don't Thanks. It made me wish I could use it, but unfortunately, I don't have the tools. <laughs> That's very sad. Um. So, so for you, you just want what? What do you want people that are listening to this to do? You want them to go autoblow.com and buy an autoblow, right? Is that that's the goal here, right? <laughs> I mean, no, it's not my goal actually. Uh, okay. If they, if they need or want an automatic masturbator, then I <laughs> tell them to go buy one on autoblow.com today. Uh, Who does it? But, yeah. but no, I think it's, it's uh, no, I just like to, you know, I just like to talk to people because I like them to sort of, I like for more people to, to understand more actually about entrepreneurship uh, and, mm. and their, their sort of life choices. Um, when, when I talk to people directly like this, just because I almost got smushed into a career that would have uh, not allowed me to use any of my natural abilities, really. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just like for people to hear a story about people who, um, you know, about someone who just like 
kept pushing on a on an idea. Uh, and this is like what you get on 13 years on the same idea, <laughs> you know, the, the devices in most stores in the world. Uh, but no, I just like to share the story, just the story of like pushing on an idea and what can happen. And this isn't like, it's not, I'm not like Steve Jobs or whatever, but I've pushed pretty hard and I've had good success at it. <laughs> yeah. If you I just had the black turtleneck like though. <laughs> I know you're almost there, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, I, I was I was fascinated by uh, by this the whole product because I know that a lot of dudes are probably not there's a lot of stigma attached to buying like sex toys and stuff especially there's not that many for dudes I know the flashlight does well but it's still kind of dudes are not gonna go out and start buying this because it's not uh, normalized enough like a woman uh, can talk about her vibrator and her Hitachi or whatever and it's kind of like it feels like an attack the <laughs> and it just felt well because there's more products for women so it's like kind mm -hmm. of it's become into the to the vernacular like you know what i mean we all know these like words in, ter in terms and fleshlight has become like a household name but other than that i don't know what else is there right i mean so yeah. this is a kind of a, a step in the right direction i feel with like destigmatizing this like thing that dudes can buy sex toys you know yeah and this is one reason i use myself in all my advertisements uh, our Pornhub stuff used to just be me like holding the product. It was weird, but <laughs> effective, but it's because I wanted people to see that, uh, that there's nothing wrong with buying this. And it's true. If you, right. you know, all kind of top level mainstream media, there's, you can find articles all the time about female pleasure is, is normal and mm -hmm. women should, I don't know, uh, masturbate more or whatever the, the stuff is, but zero, zero, zero of those articles are about male pleasure. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I think that it's normal. I think uh, men think that it's normal, but they think that everyone else doesn't think it's normal. I think, which is true yeah. still. Yeah. So I do my best to try to destigmatize male pleasure. Um, and like what you said, it's because healthy. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's normal. Unless we do have some super frequent sleeve buyers who are really <laughs> taking male pleasure to another level. And I'm thankful for them, but a little worried as well. <laughs> uh, good for them, you know, exploring the, the uncharted territories of uh, of this land men rarely, rarely get to explore. But uh, Brian, I want to thank you so much for coming on yes. having a quick chat with us about this yeah. product. Yeah. I think it's it's amazing and it's great and the work you're doing is truly revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thank guys. You so much. Thanks for having me. Site. Awesome. Yeah. And check out bodyinflation.org. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blow your mind.